On this episode of the KMJ Show, listen as the crew discusses their best NBA Big Threes of all time, as well as their well-disputed criterion for the greatest of all time competitor or athlete. Enjoy. This, this, this is the KMJ Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the KMJ Show. Um, This will be probably one of the first segments that actually goes onto our podcast. So um, you're one of the lucky few here that's going to see the beginning before the explosion that happens because we're just so great. Um, To start out, we want to make sure everyone knows who we are. Um, This is the KMJ show. The K is for Kate. Say hello, Kate. Hello. The M is for Muff. That's me who for now is serving as your host and the J is for Jim. Hello. So we are the, the three that make up the KMJ show triad here. Um, so a little backstory. We all used to work together at one point and we uh, decided to do a, a radio show, um, which was once a week. Uh, it was mostly, mostly sports, popular culture and, um, We've been away from that for some years now and decided, well, you know, COVID-19 style, we're in quarantine, what else <laughs> right. we can do with our lives? Um, let's revisit this and see if we can get it going. So um, this is this is the first go around, so I hope you all enjoy it. And the first, the first topic we're going to get into today um, is something that we actually had on our, uh, as a Twitter poll, so... If you're not following us already, please do so at KMJ underscore show at KMJ underscore show on Twitter um, to get some some additional insight to all of our thoughts on some current sports topics. And we're trying to get polls out there, too. So reveals behind the curtain. (laughs) Don't you mind what's behind the curtain, people, but (laughs) you can interact with us on the curtain and then tell us how awful our takes are. Right. (laughs) So. The first, the one of the first polls we had, and this I think is pretty, pretty relevant and current based on the the Last Dance documentary that's going on through ESPN. Um, who is the best NBA quote unquote big three? Um, <clears throat> in our Twitter poll, um, we had four options. One was the one of the recent Warriors squads that had Kevin Durant. Uh, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Another option was the the big three from the Miami Heat with LeBron James, D Wade, and Chris Bosh. Um, the third was an old school option, which was the the Lakers, um, <clears throat> looking at that Showtime era of Magic Johnson, James Worthy, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And the fourth and most popular in our poll was um, a very currently relevant and that is the Bulls um, looking from their second repeat with MJ, Scottie Pippen, and the worm, Dennis Rodman. So um, we'll start this out and just kind of go in a circle and give, we'll give everyone their opportunity to state their opinion um, and then we'll, we'll chat about why one is right and the other wrong. So let's start it out, Jim. What are your thoughts here? So the just to clarify, the magic the Orlando Magic three big three weren't on there with with Penny and Shaq. Who's the third? Wasn't there Horace Grant. Grant? Horace Grant. 
what Horace Grant at the tail end of his career. He's still a third member. Yeah, I feel like there was a shooting guard or a point guard that maybe deserves that spot. I think he's a coach right now, but I forget his name. Okay, but, I um, probably, is they, but yes, the point Jim, is they weren't not, on the poll. They weren't on the poll, nor nor okay. did you uh, provide any options to add that to the poll. Just so <laughs> I'm just clear. asking. I'm You're just, just bringing asking. this up out of the blue. Um, I'm just asking because I thought they were muff. No, but if you want, okay. you can you can add them as your best big three. I didn't realize the Laker three was on the poll. I thought the Magic three were on the poll because I actually watched the Last Dance Muff. Unlike you, I lived it. Seen it? I lived it. <laughs> okay, so the the big three does the do the Warriors count? They're only counting that one year. And if you are going to count a Warriors big three, is the KD? Really, is he really a warrior? I mean, there's a lot of controversy right now. Like, he, they he didn't was. Really accept him, but they as won a championship, team, they didn't really accept him. Yeah, Did Jerry Krause but, accept Scottie Pippen. Doesn't sound like it based on uh, his salary. But. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, my big three is obviously the Bulls, uh, the Worm, Scotty, and, and Magic. One could <laughs> argue. And Magic. You just oh, not Magic, Michael. I'm sorry. Crossing all sorts of streams here I right know, now. I'm sorry. So, Michael, Scotty, and the Worm. Um, one could argue that Michael didn't really need the other two. Um, but I think with those three, it's a classic big three. They were fantastic. When they were all on point, they couldn't be beat. So, to me, that's the best big three. Um, I would say the honorable mention is LeBron in Miami with – with his two, D-Wade and Bosch? Yeah, LeBron, D-Wade, and Bosch. Those are the those are the three that they're going to win not one, not two, not three, not four. I forget how many numbers they went to about the championships right. they said they were going to win together. They are an honorable mention, I guess. I think up against each other, I still say the Bulls beat them. But my big three is, is the Bulls. The Bulls are Jim's pick. Kate, what are your thoughts? Uh, what's funny is I almost went down the rabbit hole that Jim did, where instead of spending time like thinking about who I'd actually pick, I was like thinking of everyone else. Like, okay, the Knicks. I'm like, <laughs> like John Sarks and Mason and Ewing. But is Mason really that third one? Is it Oakley? And then you're like, Wait, what about like the Jazz at the time with Malone and um, God? They didn't have Stockton? a three. It was literally two. It was Stockton and Malone. Yeah, but you start thinking that I go to every other route besides the ones that are there. If you're going that, what about the Celtics? They had a big three. They did. Who? Paul Pierce. You're saying that year in the KG oh, okay. and Ray yeah. Allen. How many rings did they get out of that? One, you know, right? if I remember correctly. One, At right? least one. I think one. Yeah. But I spent more time, like, thinking of that. Um, I mean, I'm torn between the Bulls and then the Lakers. Okay. Bring in showtime. I just, for the Lakers and stuff like that, it's just more they kept – them and the Celtics kept basketball very relevant in that time period before they handed it off to like that next guard. 
Um, and I think I'm not a Le- I don't want to say I'm not a LeBron fan. I'm not a fan of the NBA from like 2000 and something on. <laughs> but so in general, I just feel like there's no loyalty. I you need to provide for your families and all that stuff and all that jazz. And I get it, but like, it's a business. I get like the business person in me struggles with like the concept of the NBA now. Like I get it, but as a sports fan, you want people to like stay in their place and, you know, retire where they're like known right, uh, and stuff like that. So, but that's besides the point. So, like, the so who's your who's your top pick here, Kate? You said you're struggling. I'm sh- so I'm struggling between the Bulls and the Lakers because, like, emotionally, I like the Lakers better. I just do. I think it's because I like tail end of that. What like my dad used to watch and everything like that. And the Bulls were more of, you know, yeah, they're great. But they also have this great like business model and what they did in general during that time, which we grew up in and are now seeing right. once again on the TV. So like part of me is like, that's a much better three, not just because of the championships, but because of the brand that all three of them were able to create together and separately during their time versus right. granted at the same time, you can say that those three Lakers of Magic Worthy and, and Kareem still have their own brands and still created their own thing from their core. So like magic is very successful. Cream's very successful. Um, and in different avenues. So like, that's where I'm sort of torn. Cause they're both, they've created this off brand separate of basketball because of the championships they won type deal. So if you, so I would go with the Lakers just over a like emotional response of being a nineties kid and watching the New York Knicks. Okay. All right. So we got Jim with the Bulls. Kate's gonna buck the trend a little bit and go with the uh, the old school option here. Um, <clears throat> so for for sake of a conversation here, just so we're clear, very very firmly in the Bulls in the Bulls camp on this one. Uh, I grew you. up grew up a Bulls fan, huge MJ fan. Nothing you know, nothing beats the the announcement coming in for the Bulls at that time um, where they had that very, very rudimentary graphic of the Bull coming in into the United Center. Um, And then everybody was waiting for the fifth man to be announced, Michael Jordan from North Carolina. Um, So that it's, it's everything. It's everything you want. You know, Showtime Lakers were, you know, about 10, 15 years later, they may have had that opportunity. It may be something totally different, at least in popular culture, um, and how they could have been presented. Um, the Lakers had that star power, you know, just being in L.A., all the movie stars and everything, going to their games, that was kind of their shtick. Um, the Bulls were kind of everybody's team at the time. So for the sake of argument, to keep this, keep this kind of um, – way here we'll uh i'll go with i'm gonna go with the warriors i'm gonna go with the most unpopular pick i think in all of this um just really looking at the the effect that that group has had on the nba in the way that it's played now um looking really at and i saw this 
you know, dating myself a little bit, it was kind of starting to get this way. I feel like as in our age going through high school basketball, um, there was a lot more emphasis on spreading the floor, looking at the three as an actual weapon, whereas before you were looking at, you know, okay, we want to get layups, high percentage shots. Um, I think that team coming through is the byproduct of all of that that was going on in the, the high school and college age at that point um, with the three-pointer. Three um, so I think they are groundbreaking in their own way with that. And you have three guys right there, their big three, all were able to hit the three. Um, the Splash Brothers with, with Clay and Steph before KD got there. Um, I just think that they, they have changed – the way the NBA is played because they showed you could win a championship behind the three point line. And that was their, that's what they were known for. That was their shtick. Um, so I'm going to take them as the, the best big three again okay, for, well, for a very, for another social, for another <laughs> social reason. Of hold they've, on, they've changed the, they've changed the game. I'm going to hold some accountability here. Okay. You say the warriors, what three warriors? Cause Steph, Draymond and Clay, or Steph, Draymond and KD, Clay. There, like, there's no Draymond in there. This so is which Steph, three are you putting up? Because Steph, you Clay, said and Warriors. KD. I said Steph, okay. Clay, and KD. Okay, you I got would the, disagree. The Splash, the Splash, Splash Brothers plus KD. Um, I, I, if you, if the Warriors for me, if you had said if that in that poll, or you had said Steph, Draymond, and Clay, I would have had a better argument. For me, I would have been like, ooh, maybe, because to me, they are the Warriors, the same way the Bulls in that era were the Worm, Scotty, and Michael. To me, those are the Warriors. That's the Warriors of this era. KD was, I can't beat, beat them. I'm going to join them. So I'm going to run to the Warriors and that. Right. He's, he's, he's not a Warrior. He, but he won a championship with the Warriors. Yeah, because they were going to win it anyway. Without him, they wouldn't want it. I think so. Well, that's another debate for another day. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say that they would have definitively. Um, they're miss they're they're missing they're missing that guy that can get to the hoop with KD. KD KD shoots from all over the all over the court, and he takes it in he takes it in into the paint. Whereas the Splash Brothers, Steph and Clay, I mean, yeah, they can go in when they need to, but what do you know them for? You don't know them for going to the hoop. Them for shooting from outside, and and Draymond is Draymond's like just kind of the glue there. I'm not saying he doesn't have an important piece of that puzzle, but you know he's he's not the scorer. He he came in and clutch and did some things. He's not the guy day to day you're you're relying on to get points. Oh, I would disagree. Draymond's the motor behind the Warriors. Like he is the emotional. I said he's the glue. <sighs> but, but he's, he's not. He's not the scoring threat. He's not the scoring threat. He's the emotional machine of the warriors okay well then we'll just if if we're going to compare here who in the bulls would be the draymond oh you don't need a you got michael he's if you watch the last dance he's he is the draymond he is the he's the everything that's why he's michael jordan well that's fair but he can't He's the scorer. He's the he can't be the he can't be the everything. You have to have a glue guy. He's Michael Jordan. No, he's Michael Jordan. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's everything. Kate, back me up. You're watching that documentary. Uh, okay. So, what do you want me to say? Or Is what's Michael the question? Jordan, was Michael Jordan everything to that team? 
In a leadership capacity, yes. And the scoring capacity? Well, yes, but in all, but he couldn't he could not win games without putting his players in the positions that they needed to be. Right. At he certain points, the- Scotty needed to take some of those shots or at least pull the defense to him to make sure that Correct. I'll give you whoever that. else yes. was open. Yes, I agree. But it's, because, but it's because of Michael's caliber of like athleticism and ability that they were then able to diversify. I agree. But go You're ahead, right. Chris. This is the big, the big three, Jim. It can't be the big Jordan. It's not the big one. There's got to be a supporting cast here. You can't just say it's Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. He can't win it by himself. I just don't like KD. There, I'll come out and say it on the show. Okay. I don't like KD. He's an unpopular figure in, I, in sports I am one of and those in the guys. social media world. So, like, he will never get consideration from me as being a part of that team. Because, and to go to Kate's comment, like, the loyalty part of me, I get the business end of it too, but, like, you left to go to the winner? Like, I can't beat him, so I join him? I hate that. I'm, I'm not a fan. Which is funny because now this all goes back to the um, the documentary or the even like the past documentary thirty for thirties on like the Detroit Pistons and stuff like that. How like none of them would like want to go to the Celtics or the Lakers or whoever they were passing it off to next. Like right. you're telling me Isaiah would have gone to Chicago to win oh, another championship? Yeah. Absolutely not. He like, died first. But like that's the, that's very different now. There's like a like the only reason Rodman not Rodman, and if you haven't watched his thirty for thirty, like there's a thirty for thirty for, about him and his life, yes. and how loyal he was to Chuck Daly. Like it's not that he wanted out of wherever he was. It's just a product of his development as a person that he then ended up in Chicago. It's not like he was he wanted to go to the winning team essential not you know what i mean he was given a chance to to play again but if you told 20 something year old rodman who's in detroit like hey in six years if you want to win a championship you'll go to the bulls he'd be like bullshit no i'm not right absolutely so So what about lebron then i think it taints lebron and i okay i I agree with you die but like i'm gonna leave cleveland and go to miami okay i'm gonna leave Miami and go to back to Cleveland. Okay. And now I'm going to the Lakers. All right. You're doing too much leaving. Stay loyal to one area. Yeah. He's not even ring chasing. He's like, I don't know what he's doing. He's, he's, he's going to end up in New York if he's trying to get all the large market teams. No, but that's his brand. You're building up your brand and what you can do. And I just hope they don't come out with a space jam. I appreciate the hustle. Yeah. But, I'm not. I'm not gonna buy into to it anymore. Like, I'm just not. I I like. I love Michael because, of course, he's the god of basketball. But like, he was gonna drag those bulls through hell or high water to get the championship. And that, like that, because he was bringing it back for Chicago, and he wanted the pride of winning that championship. And I just don't see it as much in the league this, anymore. No, for the reasons I think Kate's mentioned, it's it's yeah. seen more as the business end. It's more of providing for your families, um, which let's 
think about this. If you get a max contract, you're not just providing for your family. You're probably providing your family and your family's family and two or three generations down the line easily mm-hmm. with some sound financial advice. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I'm not going to discredit that, you know, as oh. was it Mar- Marshawn Lynch, Marshawn Lynch, get your chicken, whatever it was. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do what you got to do, man. Um, yeah. So I'm um, kind of bringing this now full circle. Um, Jim, Jim again went with, with the Bulls. Um, the Bulls big three of their second three-peat. Kate <clears throat> went a little old school and went with the, uh, the Showtime Lakers. Um, and then I took the unpopular stance of, uh, of the Warriors, which is even potentially debatable about who that big three was in Jim's mind. Um, greater minds will disagree, but uh, we'll just leave that lie. Um, so we'll give everybody their, their, final, their final chance to – to make their case, we'll start out with uh, we'll start out with Kate here. Showtime Lakers, why are they the best? I have nothing. I didn't do enough research. I'm going to be very transparent. Well, you're listening to Kate. I, tr- I tried to feed this on a platter for you. I Showtime know. Lakers. I know. Showtime. All of the stars I coming know. out. I know. Giving you a shot here. I know. Just I thought she wrapped it up nice in her first the. Uh, her first argument. I don't think she I needs know. To come That's summarize. why I'm like, I don't know what else to say besides like, that. See the first part of her argument. Okay. Refer, <laughs> Correct. Refer back ten ish minutes ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll prepare Jim, better there, next time. Is there anything else you want to add, Jim? I love Dennis Rodman. If there was a <laughs> the basketball player that I, I truly loved as a kid, Dennis Rodman and Michael Jordan. I loved Michael because he was great and like I was a kid, so you know, Michael, but I love Dennis Rodman because he's the worm. Like you I'm do. a Dennis Rodman fan. That's that's fair. You, I th- I feel like Jim, you need to do some some homework um, from Kate from Kate's upbringing in the Knicks and look at the what were Oakley and Mason were they referred to as the Bash Brothers, Kate? Yeah, something like that. You, you should do some digging on that. Have, like Oakley, who was like who was in Chicago back in the day, yeah. and then he was in the Knicks when I was growing up and. Ugh. Look yeah. those up, Jim. I, I don't think you're going to be disappointed. Okay. Yeah. Or just right. Reggie Miller, too, in general. Reggie Miller and all that in yeah. the mid-90s with the Knicks and the Bulls and everyone. You mean Cryberry Reggie, Crybaby yeah. Reggie, and, uh, yeah. and oh, Sp- Spike out there doing his thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then, again, my mine was the unpopular Warriors big three of, of Durant, Curry, and Clay. Again, changing basketball as we know it, the three-pointer is becoming the shot. All the kids go out in the driveway. Trey, they're, they're not just Kobe in it on the fadeaway now. Now they want to hit that big three from the, uh, <clears throat> from the team's logo, which is about 10 feet behind the three-point line, like Steph right. does warm-ups. But. All right, well – I'll wrap up this segment. We'll come back to you here shortly with uh, with another another segment to deliver. So. All right, so we're back. And this is the new segment where I want to introduce the criteria for the KMJ show top five athletes, like what we would call our Mount Rushmore. Now tonight we're not going to name our five, our five athletes of Mount Rushmore. We are merely going to set the criteria so that the next episode 
we can present our athletes and debate them and if they meet our criteria. Okay? So next episode, the three hosts will come with their lists. The three hosts being Kate Muff and Jim. Kate Muff and Jim. (laughs) Jim on the mic right now. We, We will bring our lists together. And we will get we will whittle it down to five. Any objections to five? Do we think we need them needs to be something else? I think a top five, five is reasonable. reasonable. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so we bring are we bringing five or are we bringing like ten and then debating to get to five? Muff, the art of negotiation is shoot high and wind up whittling it down the low, right? That's fair. Okay. KD's not gonna be on your list though. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Because okay. we have to set the criteria first. That's fair. All right. Okay. Shoot so, away, Jim. Obviously, championships. Buff, are you writing this down? Sure. Okay. That's what we got to remember. Don't worry. Okay. Championships, to me, would be a part of the criteria. No matter what sport it is, you have to be a champion of that sport. Do we agree? So, Dan Marino, this is the only – this is the first thing that right? comes to my mind. That's a, but is, I was thinking the same thing. Listen, that's the criteria I threw out there. You have to be a champion. In order – my athlete, my criteria that I would want is they have to be a okay. champion. All right. So, okay, here's the thing. Are we settling on criteria for all of us or are we settling on – Criteria individually. We're debating or, this right now. Okay. Or this do we a... define what championship means? What do you mean? You just said they're a champion in their sport. Cool. Like they could be a great athlete and perform well in the NBA, but maybe they didn't win an NBA championship, but they won three NCAA. Oh, good point. Good point. Like Christian they're still Lainer. a champion. That's yes. A good point. <laughs> Kate with the <clears throat> fine print. Um, or like you win a college football championship and then you get drafted by the Miami Dolphins and nothing happens to you for the rest of your All right, career. Well, let's iron it out. Okay. What do we think? Personally, I do not think championships show the true measure of an athlete. If we're using oh, the term athlete, <laughs> we're using the term off. athlete, I don't think a championship automatically denotes that they are the best athlete of all time. It may mean they were put in the best situation or a, a better situation than others, but it doesn't make them the best athlete. It makes them a, a, a victim of circumstance or a champion of circumstance in some ways. Uh, Bring it to the table then. What is one of your criteria? One of my criteria is social impact. How did that person have leave an impact not only on the sport but on the popular culture of that time? So, did they provide something that is still lasting to this day? Um, when you think of somebody like Michael Jordan, you still have the shoes, you still got Jumpman logo, you still have. It's not just because he was a great player; it's because he was able to market himself and build a brand around himself. Um, okay, but there's, there's a difference between social impact. And cultural impact, I believe. Right. There's more to this. Right. There's more to this. Um, 
social impact could also be, did they bring something to light during their time that was an injustice in society or something like that? That could also be part of social impact. Um, so it's okay. not just social in the way of popular culture and a lasting image, um, but if they've done something to better the world around them at the same time. So they have to have some sort of major impact outside of their sport. Yes. It may, it may coincide with their sport as well. But, you, but if it's a true social impact, it's probably going to go past freezing. the lines. Muff's computer just got hit with the virus. <laughs> what did you say, Muff? I said that it's gonna, it may interlock with their sport greatness. Um, there may, but it's probably going to go past that. There's going to be a more, more of an impact than just, hey, this person was a great basketball player and because or whatever sport, and because they had money, they were able to do these types of things. It's probably going to be lasting beyond just <clears throat> providing a charitable effort or donation somewhere. Kate, do you agree with that? Yes. All right, there's criteria. We've agreed to that criteria. Okay. Kate, what do you think? So what are we at so far? Muffs is the only one that's passed. Okay. It's passed the tribunal. Because I think I go back and forth, and I don't even know if this is like a criteria, is like athlete versus like competitor and how you like do that across the board. Like, golf is probably a really good example. Like, I guess. You're, you might not be the most athletically inclined, but like you were a competitor and won the PGA championship and you could look like Bubba Watson. Like not that he was, he's like that unathletic, but he's not, he doesn't have Tiger Woods physique or you have John Daly who won some champion. Uh-oh, Kate got bit by the virus. Oh, really? Yeah, no, you're back. I heard John Daly. Yeah, John Daly, Wu Sui over here. Wu Sui. (laughs) Drinking his Diet Cokes and growing up some steaks. Right. But, like, he he won money. Like, say there was someone who won, but they're not exactly the most athletically inclined. Or compared to a Michael Jordan physique, they're not, like, is there a differentiation between competitor and athletic ability? Yeah, you have to be a winner. Okay. Going back, to, going back to Jim's. Going point. back to Jim's. That's fine, and that's that why you, I. That made, so Jim. Jim is, I think, on the competitor side. He's not purely on athletic prowess. He's on okay, yeah, exactly. and that's competition, fine. Um, because competition so is where you get winners. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so then I think I push for that then, based on. Jim, you're pushing for Jim's competitor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, obviously, I'm outnumbered here. Um, so competitive greatness, we call that the criteria here, um, where you actually have I some, think that, some level of achievement, um, keeping in mind that yeah. does achievement have to be a championship or can it be a record? I think competitive greatness in the way you phrased it, ropes mm-hmm. and Kate's shooting championships and other championships you may win within the sport. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Cool. So social impact and competitive greatness. Um, I feel like Kate oh, was piggyback, piggybacking off of Jim's greatness. greatness. Tony the Tiger. 
Um, <clears throat> so how many, uh, what do we think? No more than three or four of these is probably good for Criterion. Well, we have to have three. There's three of us. No, I agree. Three or four total. We may, mm -hmm. we may together decide that there's an extra one. So um, I don't, what I don't know right now is if uh, that was Jim or Kate's. Because um, Jim brought up this initially, and then Kate kind of... Okay. Well, then, okay. So have it be Jim's, and then I'll throw another one out there, okay. or talk through another one. Have that um, Then Please I would go. say the the economic impact in terms of, like, the, the, te the team, the sport. Like, in today's world, your sport will not advance or grow if you cannot bring it there, like, financially. So when you look at the NFL expanding and they go and play their games in Europe, or, like, the dream team bring it back to MJ and last dance, the dream team playing in that Olympics and showing basketball and how highly competitive we were, but why people should want to play in the NBA and wanting to come over here and play. So Michael Jordan had this financial impact in pushing the NBA forward. So how is this athlete pushing their sport monetarily forward to have a long longevity? Uh, I would, Week that I agree with that monetarily or just the sport as a whole. Yeah. Because I think you could say Kobe, for instance, while he may have pushed, he did push economically in his time basketball forward mm -hmm. towards the end when he was pushing women's basketball forward. It, he did so economically, but he also his, through his advocacy for women's basketball right he was pushing the sport forward yeah so i think if you're pushing your sport forward it's i think i agree with kate that, that should be part of the criteria yeah because i there as i see and i agree with this i think there's going to potentially some bleed in there and social impact and furthering the sport mm -hmm. um there will be some bleed in in there but i think we've differentiated it enough that it's not going to be one is going to always be the other which I think was, is, is important. And I agree, the Dream Team is a, a very prime example of furthering the sport um, where it had a definitive social impact, but there was beyond that as well. It was also economic and um, bringing light to a lot of other, like player stories and stuff like that, not just domestically, but abroad. So I agree. Okay. Um, one thing that you hit on there, Kate, which I... I'm going to put out here for debate to see if maybe we want to put it a, a fourth one out there is, <clears throat> is longevity have anything to do with um, being the ultimate competitor? Um, does a flash in the pan make you either possible for this or does it negate you even being part of this list? Um, and I will tell you right now, the example coming into my mind is Bo Jackson. Um, he was not in any one sport for any huge length of time. Um, and did that, does that discredit him for being possibly part of any of these discussions? Well, I think you have, I think you have some it factors that might be the fourth category, some it factors, okay. whether it be longevity, whether it be your multiple sports, whether it be your feats of just ridiculousness that play into it. <laughs> So I, I, I think you, you, you might be right, Muff. Like, 
Bo Jackson and what he did and with the multiple sports and the feats of, of greatness, but he didn't have the longevity weighs in. So like the it factor, I don't know how you describe that, but, or put that into a criteria. Well, it's doing something that nobody else has done. So even if you only were doing it for a small amount of time, if you were mm-hmm. the first to cross a line in some way, then that doesn't exclude you just because you had a short time period that you were doing it. So, but okay. I agree, we, we can call that for the terms of this an it factor. Um, something that, that puts you in rarefied air, whatever yeah. that may be. Kate? I agree. I keep trying to think of, it's like a one hit wonder, but that's not necessarily true. Like if somebody got hurt just because yeah. of their legacy, you know what I mean? They, they may not have won as many championships, but how did they still affect all those players around them and stuff like that? So I think this is a valid criteria. Yeah. Roberto Clemente? Mm-hmm. Well, he got to 3,000 hits. I feel like that's a yeah. pretty long career in baseball to get to that yeah. point. So, But I, his career was kind of cut short, was it not? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He Definitely cut short, but been. not – yeah, but it, what could he have achieved in the end? But he still had, you know, by all measures, a extremely successful career in the time that he did. It's just – for him, it's what could he have done otherwise. And if you're looking at agree, he also had the social impact and everything like that. Mm-hmm. It's like a perfect example of a lot of different things kind of coming together. Yeah. So. Like if certain so, teams were like underneath the uh, the strike, like whether it was the baseball strike or the NHL strike and stuff like that, does that affect how they were – maybe they were unable to get their championship that year because of X, Y, Z or whatever. Okay. And so – my next, the next thing I want. So those are our four. We gonna say any more? We've got four. We've got four. I will uh, reintroduce them, and then Jim, you can have some closing words here. Uh, the well, four. Hold on we... before you reintroduce them, Muff. Okay. Is there anything we want that will disqualify you? That we're automatically going? No, we're not talking about because of this. <laughs> I don't think there's an exclusion that's not going to be extremely subjective. <laughs> well, I, I think there might be. Oh, I'm listening. Are you going to say OJ? Like, <laughs> well, that's the easy, those are easy ones. But like, what about scandals? What about steroid scandals? What about things like that? Okay. Are we going to are we going to waive the scandals for steroids? Are we going to? Because I don't want to have a long conversation about steroids. Okay. I want to get that out of the way here with the show. But okay, we can we can say that it's not an exclusion of something like steroids, but it can still be a small discussion of why you agree or disagree with somebody. I don't think it should be an exclusion yeah. because really in my mind, the ultimate competitor is always looking for that edge. Guess what steroids was? The okay. ultimate edge. Corking right, bats in so- baseball. Like, I mean, yes, that tarnishes a lot of people, but you know, there's still a lot of people got away with it. Yeah. Okay. Just because you didn't get caught. Yeah. (laughs) Ain't ain't trying. As a show, we're not coming out throwing any blanket. No, if you're out because of steroids, we're not going to be the the baseball hall of fame here. He roses in. He roses in. (laughs) Right. That's perfect. (laughs) So we're not going to discriminate. We're going to judge a person based on their merit and then look at what they've done as a whole. Achievements stand alone. 
So Pete Rose, if you're listening to our show, hit us up. <laughs> Johnny Hustle's in. Right. Okay, Muff, go ahead. All right. So we've got the four criterion that we're going to use here. First is competitive greatness. So was this person a great athlete? Not just athlete, but were they a competitive force to be reckoned with? Um, were they somebody that achieved in some way? Um, that can be winning a championship. That could be holding an individual record. Um, there's some great achievement there um, that has something to do with their competitive, competitive nature. Um, <clears throat> next is social impact. Um, how did this person um, last beyond just their athletic career? Um, or does their athletic career um, stand the test of time based on maybe their achievements um, or maybe their other impacts, whether that be out off the court, um, off the, the diamond, wherever that could be. So some type of social impact beyond just their sport. Um, the third is the ability to further the sport or the cause of that sport, whether that be an economic impact, exposing um, different areas to that, um, doing something beyond um, just playing, but also making that sport or subsequent years uh -oh. of that sport incredibly popular. No, that was that was uh that was my brain seizing. That was not the that was not the audio dramatic seizing. Pause. It was dramatic right. pause. Um, insert dramatic pause there. Um, <clears throat> and the the fourth factor we've come to, and we're gonna label this the it factor. Um, is does this person stand out athletically um, in some great way? Um, is it based on the longevity they had? Is it the, the rarefied air? Um, that they that they brought to the table, doing something that's outside of the norm, outside not even the norm, but outside of the great. Um, so that's that's what we're looking at. So um, those are our four criterion. Uh, Kate's got to get away because she has a uh, Kate's ready to run. She's okay. ready to go watch uh, the last last dance. Um, I again will reiterate that I lived it. I don't need to watch it. Um, so okay, go yeah. enjoy your show, Kate. I will <laughs> come back Bye. another day.